It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling. Do you want to get into some headlines, some AP News headlines or what? Plastic plastic is art? Entire grocery store created from discards. In Arbor, Michigan, AP, a grocery store featuring thousands of faux food items made entirely from discarded plastic bags, opens Tuesday to the public, an artist's non-edible creation calling attention to the dangers of plastic waste. The Plastic Bag Store is a custom-built public art installation and film experience designed to encourage visitors to think more about the enduring impact of single-use plastics. The store in Ann Arbor, Michigan, features shelves stocked with items such as meat, eggs, and cakes. All made, excuse me, all made from single-use plastics taken from streets and garbage dumps. The store, at times during the day, will be transformed into a stage for a series of short films in which puppetry and handmade sets are used to tell a story of the dangers of plastic waste and the consequences of future for future generations. As the show's tagline puts it, part insulation, part film, all bags. <clears throat> end up waste landfills in the ocean 100 billion plastic bags per year 100 billion wow well that's a lot that's a lot of plastics this guy looks like my uh this guy looks like my old uh science teacher in at mesa high mesa high school yeah it does looks exactly like him husband of missing massachusetts woman faces murder charge excuse me once again something in my throat is mr solich Cohesant, Massachusetts, AP. A Massachusetts man already facing a charge of misleading investigators in the search for the missing wife, for his missing wife, excuse me, correction, in the search for his missing wife has now been charged with murder in her disappearance, a top prosecutor said Tuesday. Norfolk District Attorney Michael Morrissey said in a video statement that Brian Walsh, 47, who is being held on a 500,000 bail after pleading not guilty to the misleading charge will be arraigned on the more serious charge on Wednesday. He did not say what additional evidence led to the murder charge. Additional details of the investigation and the evidence that supported those charges are likely to be presented at arraignment, but will not be disclosed at this time, Morrissey said. A person who answered the phone at the office of Walsh's attorney, Tracy Miner, said Miner would have no comment. An email seeking comment was left with Miner. She has previously said that her client has cooperated with the investigation. Walsh's wife, Ann Walsh, Anna Walsh, 39, who was reportedly last seen leaving her their home in the affluent coastal community of Cohasset, south of Boston, in the early morning hours of January 1st, purportedly to take a ride-hailing vehicle to Logan International Airport for a flight to Washington, police and prosecutors said. But police have found no indication that she either took a vehicle or boarded any flight out of Logan recently, and Walsh was reportedly missing several days later by her employer in Washington, where the couple has a home, and to which she often commutes during the week for work at a real estate company, authorities said. Her cell phone has not been used and there has been no activity on her credit or debit cards, police have said. <clears throat> wow. Prosecutors said in court that Brian Walsh was seen on surveillance video buying four hundred fifty worth of cleaning supplies at home improvement store. Well, where we at, where we at on where we at, where we had hither on time. Do you guys want to hear my story really quick? Or no, not yet. Okay. 
North Dakota ways ban on sex. <clears throat> North Dakota ways ban of sexually explicit library books. Books containing sexually explicit content, including depictions of sexual or gender identity, would be banned from North Dakota public libraries under legislation that lawmakers began considering Tuesday. The GOP-dominated State House Judiciary Committee heard arguments but did not take a vote on the measure, which applies to visual depictions of sexually explicit content and proposes up to 30 days imprisonment for librarians who refuse to remove the offending books. The proposal comes amid a national wave of Republican-backed laws to ban books that feature LGBTQ subject matter, though usually those bills have been limited to school libraries, not public ones. Supporters of the bill said it would preserve children's innocence and reduce their exposure to pornography, but critics said the measure is steeped in discrimination. House Majority Leader Mike LaFour of Dickinson introduced the bill and said public libraries currently contain books that have disturbing and disgusting content, including ones that describe virginity as a silly label and assert that gender is fluid. LaFour argued that a child's exposure to such content has been associated with addiction, poor self-esteem, devalued intimacy, increasing divorce rates, unprotected sex. You could argue there's a lot of reasons for a lot of stuff, I think. Um... Yeah, well, well, sex is a funny word, both available in public libraries. Richard already the books might have beneficial knowledge about contraceptives, body image and abusive relationship, but many sections provide information that she said was harmful for minors. Well, look, I don't know anything about banning books, but uh, nearly 50 years ago, the Supreme Court said the high controversy that defies, defines obscenity. Yeah, uh, just exposed, yeah, whatever. Shooter stood. I forget what they defined it as, but um, what's his face? Um, Larry Flint, even he had. Well, he didn't. Anyway, it's obscene. Freaking obscene. Foul mood. I'm in a foul mood now. It's a foul mood. I've been in a foul mood all day and I made it. I still survived. Where's my. Hold on. Does anyone mind if I take a drink and wet my whistle really quick, please? Where's that subway going? Where are you guys off to in New York anyways? How about London? Paris? Paris? Where are you guys going, huh? Where's my, what's Macron up to? Shooter stood over California mom holding baby killed both. Los Angeles APS Shooter stood over a 16-year-old mother clutching her 10-month-old baby and pump. We're not reading that. <clears throat> We're not reading that. I can't read. I'm not going to read that. Leslie Jones promises to be herself hosting the daily show new york ap comedian leslie jones will be taking a temporary whirl as host of the daily show this week and she says viewers can expect her trademark some blunt edgy humor hell yeah i'm not john stewart i'm not trevor noah i'm leslie jo- oh i ain't no john stewart i ain't no trevor noah i'm leslie jones is that so i'll be bringing that vulnerable honesty I'm sorry. Alum, the joke. Well, talk about edgy. Talk, talk about blunt, edgy humor. Jones stand in as host on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on the Comedy Central topical show yields. <clears throat> Goodness gracious, excuse me. Goodness freaking gracious. To four more upcoming weekly gigs by comedians Wanda Sykes, D.L. Hewley, Chelsea Handler, and Sarah Silverman. Jones' guests on Tuesday will be Morris Chestnut, 
starring in The Best Man, the final chapters in a video promoting her guest host gig, correspondent Roy Wood Jr. is seen helping her practice identifying prominent people like Ukraine Vladimir Zelensky and Supreme Court Clarence Thomas. So assignment to me is ever evident, so it's not really too much different than why I used to do updates to SNL, doing stand-up. Oh, um, during her run from 2014 to 2019, she routinely hit on Colin Jost while appearing on his weekend update desk, calling him things like a little salty oyster cracker. I thought that was freaking hilarious. I used to love that one. A little salty. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> How am I doing on time now? One more, oh, one more minute. Museum seeks dismissal of lawsuit over Van Gogh. <clears throat> Correction, excuse me. I'm so sorry. My throat. Mein throat. Mein, mein schwanz. Mein schwanz. Where are you guys going to on the tube in London? Underground in London. Where are you guys off to? What about in uh, the BART? What about Bart in San Francisco? What are you guys doing over there? We got 45 seconds now. I can talk about my day for now. Instead, of the, we'll skip the Van Gogh painting for now and get into the second segment. I can talk about my foul mood. Freaking foul, freaking foul mood today. But this is, sounds nice, right? This sounds really good. I think it sounds awesome. It took a little bit of time, but it sounds really nice. And no, there's not going to be any rain that's going dis- to disrupt it. There's not any freaking birds. There's no cockadoodle doodling away. That's going to interfere with this. Nothing's going to hit it. No tin roof freaking rainstorms. Tin roof freaking rainstorm. Scratch that off the list too. <clears throat> Fell mood. I'll tell you why. It's a, that deposit, man. All right, I'll tell you why I was in such a fell mood today. And that's because my check hasn't cleared yet. And I deposited it. I deposited it on Monday night last week. It's a it's a bank holiday yesterday. Okay, Martin Luther King. Fine, fine. Where's it at today? It's Tuesday. Where's it at? It's not cleared yet. It's the, the holiday. It'll occur tomorrow. I'm like, no, you gotta. Give her a deposit a check last Monday. No, it's a gotta gotta be. And it's a holiday. And we got a big holiday. Gotta 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 better 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 green farms. I went to green farms and good. Can I get them free? Gotta better better banging on the door and better 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 better. I went to green farms today. I was still pissed, though, you know? I was still really upset. I'm just glad that I'm not coughing as much as I used to. And this this is a perfect vocal booth when you think about it. Like, it's so, it's so, it's so warm and inviting. I love it. The chair's a little freaking too squeaky still. But I really like the sound of this. It sounds really nice, I think. Well, depending, if I just stop moving around the freaking chair. Hold on, let me put this freaking thing down. Okay, now everyone listen. How about that? No more squeaky chair. I fixed that. I mean, you can't hear anything. Can you, do you hear that? I don't hear anything. Can you hear that? I don't hear anything. What do you hear? 
I don't hear anything. Do you hear that? What was that? What was that? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? What what the hell was that? Did you hear that? What was that? Did you see that? What was that? Did you see that? Did you see that too? It was like a blue light in the sky. It was like a blue light in the sky and it like broke apart into like, I don't know, three. And then it just looked like like a firework kind of and it just burned. And I don't know where it landed. I didn't see where it landed. I didn't see anything like that. I was just nervous. I didn't, I thought there were drones flying around and I thought two of them crashed in the air. I thought that's what it was. I thought two of them had crashed in the air. It made sense. But there's no way I could prove it. So I just said it was like a, a meteor entering the atmosphere and burning into three different parts. It was a post-pandemic dystopian present. It was a post-pandemic dystopia. The year was 10, 2023. It appeared to be 2023. I kept asking my audience if they could hear anything. I don't think that they could. It was a quiet night in Arizona. Deep in the East, East Mesa Desert. Last night it rained hard. I thought about that story. The one where the mom was found a street over from where the house used to be. And the child was a mile and a half away because of a tornado. A mile and a half. Just like carried away. And here they have these things called microbursts. Especially in Apache Junction. They're called microbursts. And they're really just a concentrated, yeah, bad weather, just like a like a gray cloud over your head, and just like takes you out. And last night it rained really hard for a second. There was raining really hard. I didn't know what to do, so I just started doing like ASMR type stuff. And I said, "Take a deep breath in. Listen to the rhythm of the rain." Let your spirit intertwine with the sound of the rain on the tin roof. I was doing stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to sell out. This podcast isn't going to be like that. It's going to have... Excuse me. It's going to have Kiefer Sutherland. It's going to have Kiefer Sutherland all the time. He's going to make an appearance. You know what I did the other day was... um, I'm not going to publish it. Was it Crash Test Dummies? That's that song. Once, <clears throat> once, once there was this girl. It was like that, but except it was once there was this goat who made all kinds of noise out on the barnyard, farmyard, <laughs> barnyard. Made all kind of sounds all over the farmhouse. All over. 
It wasn't quite a go. Yeah, a bunch of chickens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not the song. Went, <clears throat> it gets better. This song wouldn't be called. Mm-hmm. This song would be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. Yeah. The goat made all kinds of noise all over the farmhouse. It wasn't quite a goat. Yeah, it was all the goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do it. It could be just a yeah. yeah. Yeah, with a bunch of A's. Right? Or... Is, it just, is it only funny to me? Is this only funny to me? Are you being serious right now? It wasn't quite a go, yeah. Museum seeks dismissal of lawsuit over Van Gogh painting. Detroit, APA Detroit Museum displaying of 1888 painting by Vincent Van Gogh as part of a showing of 80 of his works that it shouldn't be pulled into a dispute over ownership of the multi-million dollar artwork. Detroit Institute of Arts said federal law gives it immunity in a lawsuit by a Brazilian collector who claims to be the owner of the painting titled The Novel Reader. The museum responded in court Monday less than a week before the rare use exhibition ends. A lawsuit claims Brokerate Capital Partners LLC and its sole proprietor, Gustav Soder of Brazil, quit painting in 2017 for $3.7 million, but the third party took possession of the art, which has been missing for nearly six years. The Detroit Museum is not accused of wrongdoing. It has publicly disclosed the identity of the collector who lent the painting for the Van Gogh exhibition, saying only that the oil-on-canvas painting came from a collection in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The painting was not listed as stolen by the FBI or the International Art Loss Register, the museum said. In addition, the museum said it's protected by a federal law that bars judges from seizing art imported for temporary display. That's good. <laughs> yeah, why seize it during... Yeah. You guys figure that out later. Not right now. The exhibit's almost over. We'll get it figured out later. Any legitimate claims about the painting can be adjudicated in a dispute between interested parties in a court with jurisdiction over such matters and where venue is appropriate. That is not this court. Museum attorney Andrew was a good attorney. Only one of the few ones out there. One or two out there. And they still all go straight to hell anyways. <clears throat> where are we on in freaking time now? In foul mood. Foul mood again. Just like that. It wasn't quite a go. Yeah, all of our yeah, 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 yeah. You know it called yeah, yeah? Let's scratch it out. Cross that one out off the list. Another loser off the list. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about now? This fisherman in Hawaii? Well, guess what? Surprise. Let me see. Squeaky ass chair. Surprise now. What's up now? No, this is not. I'm not sleeping outside. Guess what? This is what this is what a vocal booth sounds like. This is what a real one sounds like. Genius. What's it called again? What's it called? The the thing that the artist. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. No, it's not Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh. Multi-million dollar piece of work, though. I think you're a real piece of work.
I think you're a beautiful piece of freaking art. I think you're the most beautiful. I think you're just the most beautiful freaking artwork ever. Should I tell everyone? Babe. Hey, babe, should I tell everyone? I'll tell everyone about my idea. Mine idea. Okay, so here it is. Here it is. Let's get serious. Let's get real. Come over here. Let me... Stop hissing in my ear. Hissing, hissing in my ear. All right, let's get serious, you guys. Renaissance Festival. Renaissance Festival. Okay. Let's go back in time. Let's just think about this for two seconds, for two freaking seconds. A few years ago, if I said, if you said, bling, you're going to dress up like an English person and like a Renaissance festival. Okay? Boo. Like that. You're going to dress up and you're going to talk in an English accent and you're going to have fun with it and you're just going to greet people. It's like retail almost, but more fun. Boo. I was like, you're, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You've got to be crazy. Go, okay. You want me to, to do what now? Dress up as like Robin Hood or anything. Anything for that matter. Dress up as anything in tights. Like, or just like a bum walking up. Hello, everyone. Hello, governor. Thanks for coming out to the Renaissance Festival. Online tickets in this line. Online orders over here. And then tickets, please, over here. Have your cash or card ready. <clears throat> My, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Festival. No cowboys or cowgirls allowed. Out you go. You're getting kicked out of here today, sir. You've had too much to drink, sir. Yes, Josiah, you've had too much to drink. <clears throat> How's the disease? How's the disease? Man. <laughs> the guy that gets tomatoes thrown at him. You have to break the tomatoes. Otherwise, if they were just if the tomatoes weren't broken, you give him like a black eye. <laughs> I don't know. You have to br- they break the tomatoes and like, here you go, here's a tomato. And you just chuck stuff at this guy's face. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes, he just rails on and on. And people, people come over and stand to watch and he'll like look at him. And I remember this bald guy came and he goes, how's the disease? And I was like, holy shit. Like, hell yeah, that's good. How's the disease? And I was like cracking up. He goes, hey man, how's the disease? (laughs) Oh man, that guy was on fire. I love the Renaissance Festival. But that was, I was 13 years old. And if you told me, hey bling, when you're old, old, you're going to want to apply at the Renaissance Festival. After you graduate, all that shit, yeah, high honors, yeah, dean's list, who cares? You're going to go over, you're going to get some, getting some legal issues, and you're just going to want to just, just get a, escape from all your problems. Get away from it all, you know? Let's go to Cold, Gold Canyon. You want to go to Cold, Gold Canyon, do you? Let's just pack it all up. Let's go to Gold Canyon. Um, I could, did I ever tell you about being sleeping bag homeless? 
I can probably survive out there for a good, I know 25 days, at least a month. I can survive out there for a month, at least. I know I could probably do like two months or three. I can do two or three months easy. So, I mean, if you're cool with it, I'll go over to whatever, Gold Canyon. Um, work at the Renaissance Festival for two months. Get some cash. Uh, get donations, get some bonuses too. I'm sure I could get, I'm sure I could reel some people and come back, come back next week. Come, please come promise you'll come back next week. I want to see a face. Please promise me that. I want to see a face. Please. All the world is a stage, you know. That's a bunch of Shakespeare quotes. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art far more temperate. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Hell hath no fury. I'll watch every single Shakespeare movie. Thou all are punished. All are punished. I've never played Othello. I don't know what Othello is. I don't know what Hamlet... I need to probably watch Hamlet, probably. I've heard stuff about that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Keep my Gotta keep my options open. Um... Did I mention uh, John Mendez, the F- CIA um, chief of disguise? I thought that's an interesting one. And you give people disguises. She said, "Any anything you can, kind of any operation that you need, we could probably do it." And I was like, "Wow!" But makes sense though. If you had a any yeah talented people, yeah, like we're gonna make this, we'll do this. But it sounded like she was really, I don't know. Anyway, back in the news, squeaky, creaky-ass chair. <clears throat> Fell mood again, no? Hold on. I don't know, man. Life is floating fast away, you know? And I look and your head is turned away. From the moment you left, I knew that something wasn't right. But the feeling inside kept me up all night. You and me, like one heartbeat. You and me, like one heartbeat. This time in silence, this time I'll win. This time in silence. This time I'll win. I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. I'm so sorry. Hawaii fisherman overboard missing after hooking large ahi. I did want to read this. I oh my gosh. Uh, Honolulu AP. One second. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Okay. Let's go. Hawaii fisherman overboard missing after hooking large ahi. Honolulu AP rescuers searched for a third day Tuesday for a Hawaii fisherman who went overboard from a boat after hooking a tuna over the weekend, authorities said. Mark Niddle, 63, of Captain Cook, was fishing with a friend off Hanau Hanau on the Big High Island on Sunday when he hooked an ahi or tuna, police said. The friend heard Niddle say, the fish is huge. Then saw Niddle go overboard into the water. 
according to a police news release. The friend tried to grab the line, but Niddle disappeared within seconds. The friend jumped in, but couldn't see Niddle. The search was expected to continue through Tuesday. U.S. Coast Guard spokesperson Petty Officer Ryan Fisher said the Hawaii County Fire Department was helping the Coast Guard search from the sea and air. Usually our incidents like this are along the coastlines. This is a different situation because it's very deep. If there's a fish that's actually pulling him around, you don't know where he could go. And four miles away, that's far enough away out in an ocean. That's a, that's a pretty good distance out in the ocean, actually. Four miles doesn't sound far, but it is. From the ramp, it is. Ahi can weigh several hundred pounds. Please, as weighing 185 pounds, that's about, you know. How does this guy man look again? Dude, he looks tough too. Damn. He held on to it for too long. He wasn't going to let go of that line. And he's just like, this fish is huge. And he's just like, man. That's why I stopped reading in the middle because I could just imagine. I was like, he's like, oh no, you're not going to pull me under. Like, you're not going to pull me under. This fish is not going to pull me under. It's not that big. And it pulled him under. And then when he was just too deep, he's too deep dude and just something comes by and starts to eat him now Uh, like a a shark or something probably sharks barracuda he is probably 20 feet down Uh, that tuna was probably racing once he fell overboard that tuna was probably racing just just diving straight down and if he is holding onto that line for uh, five seconds Six seconds. And ten, you fall into the water. You're like, oh no, I'm in the water, but I'm not going to let go of this line. They're going to they're gonna pick me up, whatever. The boat's going to get me. This tuna is not going to get away. It's not that strong. That's a big fish too, man. Those tuna, especially if he's like, oh man, it's big, it's huge. Like, just the last thing you hear him say is like, oh man, the size of this fish. It's like a, that, that, what's it? Uh, that Odyssey 20, 2000? So many stars. Oh my God. My, it's like, my God, so many stars, right? That's how they open. He, the, the dude looks tough too. And at 63, <clears throat> if you're stubborn like I am, you're going to go overboard with this giant fish if you're a good fisherman, which he probably was, he catches a big one, like the biggest one he's probably ever seen. <laughs> I mean, this fish is huge. He's excited. It's not, you're not going to, this fish is not going to kill me. It's a tuna fish. I am a human being. I'll hold on to it. It's racing down. Not a big deal. The, the, the boat's going to come back and get me. I'm going to catch this fish. I'm going to reel this fish in. If he holds on to it, once he, after underneath the water, once everything is buoyant perfectly for the tuna, the tuna, excuse me, the tuna will race straight down and dive deep. 
If it's a giant tuna, it's going to dive deep and fast. If he's trying to reel it in underwater, which I'm sure he was, it's not going to work. He's reeling himself close. He's reeling. Now he's reeling underwater. He's reeling himself deeper in. He's reeling himself into deeper water. In his mind, he's not that deep. This fish is not going to take his life. His ears are popping, probably. <clears throat> and then he's like, it starts to get dark. And he's like, holy shit, I'm like probably 25 feet deep now. And his adrenaline's going. He's like, I have to take a breath. I have to get air. This fish is not coming up now. He probably has it between his legs now. Put the pole down between his legs. He's like, okay, I can just catch. It's like, that's not, you're, the fish is taking you deeper, dude. He's 35 feet, 40 feet. And by that, it's getting dark. Ears, just your head is banging. <clears throat> you're not going to find him. You're breathing in. The re- he's going to sink. Because he's not, there's no air. He's going to breathe in water. <clears throat> you can't find him. They're not going to find him. How terrifying. What a shitty way to die. God, you wouldn't think it happened to you either. Fishing out there, you just think this thing's monstrous. What a shitty way to die. Because I'm that stubborn. I would do the same thing. If I caught a tiger muskie out there in Pine View, off of a boat by the dam, just a, a giant freaking tiger muskie, I'd be like, nah, this fish is huge. It's not, it's not, it's fine. I'll be fine. They'll come back with the boat and get me. This fish is, is huge. It would take me down. Like 25, 30 feet, that's all you need to go down and you're dead. It's cold. You turn, breathe in air and that's it. You breathe in water. You start to panic, breathe in more water. You're dead, you're dead. Wow. He looks tough too. Jeez, man. I couldn't imagine. Ex-GOP candidate arrested in shootings at lawmakers' homes. A failed Republican candidate who authorities said was angry over his defeat and made baseless claims the election last November was rigged against him was arrested in connection with a series of drive-by shootings targeted the homes of Democratic lawmakers in New Mexico's largest city. Solomon Pena, 39, was arrested Monday evening just hours after SWAT officers took him into custody and served search warrants at his home, police said. Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina described Pena as the mastermind of what he said appears to be a politically motivated conspiracy leading to shootings at the homes of two county commissioners and two state legislators between early December and early January. No one was injured in the shootings, but in one case, three bullets passed through the bedroom of a state senator's 10-year-old daughter. Man... Pena ran unsuccessfully in November against incumbent state representative Miguel Pease Garcia. The shootings began shortly after those conversations. This type of radicalism is a threat to our nation. Yeah. California sees extensive storm damage as weather calms 
Los Angeles AP, damage was widespread in California as the weather calmed Tuesday after wakes of atmospheric rivers that slammed the state with rains, wind and surf that flooded homes, highways and farm fields, collapsed hillsides and toppled countless trees. Telling the damage will take time, but the number of homes and other structures that will be red tagged as uninhabitable could be in the low thousands, said Brian Ferguson, spokesperson for the governor's office of emergency services. The damage is spread across 41 of California's 58 counties, Ferguson said. In unincorporated Santa Barbara County, after more than 60 inspections at properties that sustained damage from mudslides and downed trees, four homes were red tagged and 32 were yellow tagged as needing extensive repairs, said someone. Kelsey Butita, no, Kelsey. Um, Butita, the county's communication manager, Kelsey Butita. Also, we're seeing a lot, a lot of damage when it comes to roads, estimating that some than a dozen are fully closed. Some roads are completely washed away. There's no estimated reopening date for State Route 154, a key north-south artery in the county that is inundated with mud and rocks. Butita said nine atmospheric rivers since late December. Light rain. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where are we at? Where am I at? It's a longer episode of Aren't You Freaking Lucky? Woman dies after shooting after, at MLK Day party in Florida. I just, that fishing story. <clears throat> if you guys want to know what happened, that's probably what happened. Because I can put myself there and uh, really put myself there and just, just imagine exactly. One of those fish... Um, you have to use special kind of line, right? This isn't fishing line. This is line that you can wrap it around something and it's not, it gets caught on like a log and the boat's going and you're holding onto the pole. You're going to get, the, the, the line won't break. You'd have to pull out a knife probably to cut the line. And or unless there's some sort of emergency line cutter thing. I don't know, I doubt it. Um... Because you wouldn't want that just to interfere, just in case, yeah, accidentally hit the emergency, that would suck. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that's probably not there. And if he has it like harnessed in, he's strapped in, that thing, those fish are so powerful. They're just meat of like huge muscular fish that I'm sure over the pandemic and, and such have grown to larger sizes, predatory fish. Um, especially if there's certain fishing seasons where they're just off limits, um, you hook one of those, you want to reel it in all the way. And if it's huge, it's an, it's a, it's a, you're going to break the record. Hey man, that, that, oh yeah. Fish you caught, that tuna you caught, that's a record breaking fish. That's the biggest on like line caught fish, fishing pole fish. Ever. That's the largest fishing pole caught fish ever in history, man. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Uh, Guinness is going to call you up. Do you need anything? Any drinks or anything? Largest fish but caught by line in history, man. Congratulations, dude, for real. Guinness is going to call you in the morning. Really, do you need anything for the night? You're good? All these ideas going through your head. And the fish is pulling you deeper. Five seconds, man. That fish is cruising. 
and it gets you underwater so all the buoyancy is balanced and that all that fish has to do now is just pull you under and you're reeling it in and you're pulling yourself deeper too forget it man forget it that fish will get that hook out I guarantee you that that fish will break the line don't you worry but you're, you're screwed. You're 40 feet deep. You're 40 feet deep underwater and you look up and it's dark and it's salt water. It's in your eyes and you're like, holy shit, no way. I just need to take a deep, deep breath of air and then you breathe in and it's more salt. Take that part out. I'm sorry. You say no effing way. No effing way did this just happen to me. No effing way was I this stubborn. And like, I... Just look up. And like a fading, just light. You sink deeper. It's hooked on your feet or something. Or it's just strapped in. You're strapped into this pole. And you're reeling yourself even deeper. And you're just like, no freaking way. My whole life, you know? 60-something, 63 years old. My whole life. I chase this stupid fish just a little too deep. He probably could swim. He could probably swim too. He could probably swim. He probably knew he could handle himself in the water for sure. You get too deep, man. And that first breath of salt water in your ears or in your head's banging around. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's too bad. But I'm that stubborn too. If I caught a, a tiger muskie that big and it just pulled me overboard, pulled me over the boat, I'd be like, scrap, I'm going to ride this one down a little bit. I might panic for a second there when I first hit the water. Like, I'm fine. The boat will get me. I'll get this one. I can hold my breath for a good minute and a half. Push comes to shove. Yeah, I'll hold it for a minute and a half. I'm, I'm going to get this freaking fish. <laughs> just never seen again. Because once you get deep enough, man, and you start inhaling water, everything, your pants are wet, everything's all wet, it's dragging you down, shoes. If that fishing pole was strapped in, man, and some of them are, it's harnessed in. Some of them are harnessed in because that's how big those fish are. I woke up in a foul mood today, freaking deposit. Still waiting on that deposit. Goodness gracious. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in, in, anymore in the world. I want answers, but I'm not getting any. World War Three. We're on the brink of World War Three. And Sweden better freaking figure it out, too. And where the F for the F-35s? Erdogan? Erdogan wants some answers, too. Where's that F-35 that crashed in Utah? That belongs to Turkey. Where's that one at? Have you guys looked that up? The F-35s in Utah. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Now, the, the cover art today is the goats. And I was trying to take some really... There's one goat out there that's really, I, I feel, is photogenic. So I'm trying to get that goat to to pose for me, to do different, to do different things for me, trying to pose for me, get in that position, go. 
and I did, that's when I started figuring out which ones were family members because it, it ended up getting scared, of course. It was walking all these old dead branches anyway. And it gets all scared and goes, hangs out by its sister and puts its little head on her, on her back. On, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's adorable. I'm going to take a photo of these goats all snuggled up. And so, it, it, yeah, so getting close was a little tricky. But that little, the little black one, that little black billy goat, I mean, oh, that little black billy goat. I guess it's only like six months old too. So it's just a little boy. And he's so curious. He'll just hop on stuff and bounce around on things. It's really cool. I, it, it's just really interesting. Um, it's a cute little goat though. It's just the cutest goat. 